0: Alexa. Uh, well, I'm Alexa. I'm an addict. Um, I'm like super nervous. So like bear with me. But um I can start it off. Um I'm from Chicago. Uh I was actually born in LA, but i didn't stay out here very long. I stayed out for like three months. Um moved back to Chicago. I was kind of like all over the place when I was little, like moving from place to place because my parents were very on and off. They liked to argue. I would say my family was super dysfunctional, unorganized. um, But I grew up with a super abusive father But it was always weird to me because he would only abuse me and my mom. It was never any of my other siblings. It was just me and my mom. And I heard, I mean, I look a lot like my mom and I know that's like maybe a thing, but um, yeah, it was always towards me. Or when she wasn't home, um, he would always like push on me about certain things, things that I didn't even do or if he was just having a bad day. And he was also always drunk, always smoked, um, did a lot of coke. Um, And I knew that because, one, I could smell it, and two, he would always try, I mean, he would always try and go in the other room, so I wouldn't see it. But I mean, like, you know, I'm not stupid, so it's like, I know what you're doing. And um, always have other women around. Women that aren't my mother. So that's not my mom. I sounded wrong, but that women that is not my mom. So When my mom would come around, you know, like and also my dad always told me like Nothing, you don't say anything like you don't tell anybody what I do who I have over nothing and That scared me because I always thought like if I was to say something like he would come back at me and somehow hurt me Um, But I never really like grew up around drugs or anything besides him um i it was just really like a crazy family really depressing um it i mean i got i've I've always been depressed but that like father figure that i had definitely made it worse for me um so yeah i was always moving around never really never really saw my parents together uh there was a time when I was homeless in a hotel. Well, in a hotel room, um, my dad left us, took all our clothes, took everything. I couldn't even go to school because I had to take care of my baby sister. So I was co-parenting at a pretty young age, and um, so I ended up being depressed, and I got a lot of anxiety. I was always scared all the time. I couldn't be around too many men, um, and so. When I got when I was about 17 it got really bad it got to the point where like I didn't even want to like get out of bed and um so I ended up going to the hospital for that my parents my mom she was no longer with my dad I hadn't seen my dad in like six years at this point and I ended up going to the hospital with all these other kids who suffer from depression and one of the girls who I was roommates with, she was telling me how she always was smoking weed and doing drugs. And I never like thought anything of it. <laughs> um, sorry, I never thought anything of it. Cause I mean, for me, I was kind of too young to be doing drugs. So, but at that point I've, I've smoked weed before, but um, so I got out of the hospital and I ended up starting my job in Indiana. And I met a friend who uh I got really close with really fast, and one night she invited me out to go to the beach and i was i stayed at home i never i only went to work, school home i never i obeyed my mom, I did everything she asked me to um, so I was like, okay, like mom like." let me go to the beach. And it was probably 10 o'clock at night. And she was like, no, that's not safe. I don't think you should go. And my friend's like pressing me. And she's like, come on, like, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna drink. And I was like, shit, like I've never done that before. So why not? So I ended up like pressing my mom and she ended up letting me go. And so I'm thinking we're on our way to go to the beach and we pull up to this really like crappy neighborhood. And I'm like, where are we? And she's like, we're just picking something up. And so this guy comes out, gets in the car, he has pills in his hand, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, this is not the beach. Um, <laughs> so she's like, I'm sitting in the back seat, and she's like, this is an ecstasy pill. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, you think I'm going to take that? And she's like, no, just try it. Like, it'll make you feel so good. And I'm like, okay, fuck it. So and that's the first time I ever took any type of pill form drug ever. And... um. I'm not going to lie, I kind of did like the way it made me feel. (laughs) But um, I didn't like the fact that I couldn't sleep for fucking a night and a day. Like, I could not sleep. And I ended up not going home that night, and I told my mom I was going to be home. So I ended up turning my phone off because my friends told me to. You know, I was trying to, like, be cool. And, like, I didn't want to be that one friend that has that mom that likes to trip all the time. So, yeah, I ended up doing that. And so for a while, it was just, like, upwards. It was, like, ecstasy. I remember one time, they were talking about Molly. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll try that, too, I guess. So then Molly went down to the city, had the best time of my life. Like, I was running around Chicago, downtown Chicago, at, like, 1 in the morning. Um, but I don't know. I... I don't know. It was just, I didn't really know what I was getting into at that point. Then I got close with her friend, and she was, like, heavy on drugs. I didn't know it. I wasn't really into that at the time. And so her brother came over, and he was like, hey, like, I got these perks. And I'm like, what is a perk? I've never even heard of that. Um, I knew nothing about drugs at all. And uh, so she buys one, and she, like, snorts it. And I looked at her, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm like, I've never even seen that shit before. But she was like, you're not doing it. And I was like, it's okay, I don't want to. And then her brother comes in with like a full bag. And I'm like, fuck it, she thinks she can do it. I'm going to do one, too. So I bought one and I took it. I just took like a quarter, just put it in my mouth. I didn't snort or anything. And I started driving, and, like, the feeling that I got, like, my eyes went blurry, but it felt, like, really good. Like, it made my body feel so good, and, like, that moment, like, I fell in love. Like, I was like, man, like, this is pretty great right now. Like, this is the best time of my life, even though I couldn't drive. But, um, so, her brother was, like, the dealer, so I was always getting them from him. And at first I didn't really think it was a big problem. Like I thought I was just having fun, but then I started not coming home. I started disobeying my mom. I was always late for work. Uh, so I got really like bad on them. And at one point she was like, just snort it. It it, it goes faster, it hits your brain faster or whatever. So I did and actually knocked me out. And like, it helped me with like, I don't know, it just numbed me. And like, I wasn't going through too much depression before the drugs, but after the drugs, the drugs definitely, I can say, brought out all of my depression, all of my anxiety, brought out all my mental problems. But, um, so yeah, I just got super into that shit. And it was just fun until I started like looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, what is going on? Like I'm losing weight. Like, my my attitude's changing, people at work are starting to notice. Like, Alexa, your pants are baggy. Like, you don't even look right. You look so skinny. I'm like, I'm just depressed. I don't know, weed, maybe? I don't know. And so, um, shit, hold on. So yeah, I got really bad on it. And one day, um, I went home for the first time in like, maybe a month. And my mom said, she's, "This is not a hotel. Like, you can't just come here, grab clothes, and shower whenever you want." She was like, "By the way, like, I know you're doing drugs." And I was like, "How do you know?" She was like, "Look at you." She was like, "Go weigh yourself right now." And my, I think, I should weigh about like 135. I weighed 110, and she like lost her mind, lost it completely. So I just dipped. I just ran out of the house, called my friend, come pick me up, and. I went and when I started doing drugs, like I did not give a fuck. And that's not like me at all. And um, so eventually I had to go home and uh, I was withdrawing really bad. And I had never admitted to my parents. I had never told them like, yeah, I am doing drugs. So I'm withdrawing and I'm feeling like shit. And I'm like, fuck, like, I have to do something. Like I need to go to the hospital. So I called my stepdad in there. And I'm like, I don't feel good. And he's like, well, what have you been taking? And, like, my mouth could not even move. I was like I, like, I can't even say it. Like, okay, I'm, I, didn't, I mean, I said it. I was like, I'm doing pills, yeah. And so, I mean, there was no judgment. Like, he didn't judge me or anything. Um, he did take me to the hospital, and they admitted me. I was in there, and I was in there for, like, five days, by the fifth day, I was like, I'm fucking cured. Like, I can get the fuck out of here and be good. And so I'm calling. I'm like, all right, they say you come get me. Like, where are you? So they come pick me up. My friend calls me. Same friend that got me on perks and shit. She's like, hey, like, we're having a party. You should come over. And I'm like, man, I just got out of the hospital. Like, I need some time. Like, I'm five days clean, you know? Like, I'm the shit right now. And, um... So I ended up going over there, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, I walked in, and I told her, I was like, look, like don't do that shit in front of me, please. I'll smoke weed, but don't do the pills in front of me. So what's she do? So I sat on her bed, and she's getting the cracking the shit up. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you know I can't say no. And I was like, okay, just a little bit. And she was like, dude, if you tell anybody, I swear to God, I'm like, man, move, like, it's already in front of me. So did that instantly, just got hooked on it. And uh, I was hooked on it for maybe another, like, four months, doing it every single day. Um, I feel like I'm missing some stuff. Well, okay. So I was back on it for a couple months. Um, total wreck at that point, lost my car, my parents took it, they didn't want me driving. Actually they told me, they said if I want to get around, if I want to be able to drive, I need to go buy my own car. So I did, I didn't buy it, but you know, I was making payments on it, I paid like one bill, and uh, (laughs) yeah, I paid like one bill total, maybe like half of it, and uh, Yeah, I was just, I was so focused on, like, doing drugs. Like, I didn't care about anything else. I was like, fuck it, like, I don't care. And there was times where I was like, I want to get clean. Like, me and the girl, like, we would be talking about it. But then, like, our dealer would text us, be like, okay, maybe one more time. Like, it doesn't matter. And uh, eventually, I got so bad to the point where I was doing them at home. Like, I wasn't even kicking it with her anymore. I was just buying my own. And I was just at home in my bed doing them, like, where my siblings, like, lay down at night, like, where my mom sleeps. Um, So that's when I, like, all the isolation started. Like, I literally would go to sleep, wake up, do a line, go right back to sleep until I had to go to work the next day. And so one day my mom, she told me that we were just having family over, and I didn't think anything of it until she's like, Alexa, I was in my room and I had like half of a pill in my purse. I was getting ready to do it so I can just pass out. Cause I didn't hang with my family anymore. I just wanted to just chill and just do drugs. And uh, so she calls me out there. She's like, Alexa, come outside. And as soon as I walk outside, my whole family's just sitting around the table, looking at me, giving me that look. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I- I'm not doing this. So I walk back inside and my aunt came and she got me. She was like, look, like, we want to help you for real. And I'm like, OK, I'll listen, but I'm not doing shit. Like, I'll just sit there and listen. I'm not saying anything, nothing. So my mom, I sat down, and I was like, you have a, a, a problem. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What problem? I'm like, you have a problem. What are you talking <laughs> about? And then everybody just chimes in. And they're like, we want you to go get help today. And I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere today. I think I was, trying to, I was trying to make some excuse, like, I need this, I can't leave until this time, or whatever, and um, they're like, we found somewhere for you to go, and I'm like, what do I need to go for? I don't understand, like, why can't I just do drugs and lay down <laughs> and sleep? Like I'm fine, I'm not bothering anybody, it's my money, I'm spending. Um, so I ended up, I don't know what happened. Um, no, I ended up finding out that I was going and I really didn't have a choice, but I, was, I, I guess I was fine with it at that point. Like, maybe I did want help. Um, so I ended up taking a bunch of pills to potentially like kill myself because I did not, I couldn't even stand the fact of going to rehab. Like, to me, that was so embarrassing. Like I, I, I was 18, Like I don't wanna go to rehab. I shouldn't have to. Like, I, I should just be able to live my life. But, um, so I ended up going to this rehab for 30 days. And, like, the first two weeks, I was, like, feeling like the queen. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this shit. But then, like, two weeks in, I was starting. And that, that rehab, they were all, all the girls in there, they were all drama. Like, they were all focused on the wrong shit or, like, focused on seeing the boys or anything like that. So I was really involved when the two-week market and these two girls came in. I was just really focused on all the drama. Like, I I didn't, I just, I was like, fuck it. Like, now I want to get out and get high as soon as I get out of here. I'm just going to act like I'm doing good just to get out. And... But then I think about three days before I was about to get out, my therapist called me in, and she was, she said, "Your grandma's not doing too good," and I'm like, "What do you mean she's not doing too good?" And she started crying, and she said, "They don't even think she's gonna make it before you can get out of here," and I'm like, "Fuck! Like let me out of here! Like you can't just tell me you can't lay that shit on me and then tell me I can't leave," you know? Like that's just it does it's not fair to me, and um so. She ended up living after I got out, but I I started going crazy in there. Like, I I couldn't even go to group. I couldn't go to the little meetings that we would have. I couldn't do any of that. All I was thinking about was her and the fact I wanted to numb that pain, like right then and there. And um, so I got out, I went to go see her, stayed clean. but the last that my cousin told me, I went over to her house. My cousin told me, like, she knew you were doing drugs, and my grandma's, she can't speak anymore. So I just felt like when she was looking at me, she just felt ashamed, I guess. Like, because that's not me. She never knew me like that. And the fact, like, she was about to die knowing that Alexa was doing drugs, you know, like, it, it just didn't sit right with me. So I I spent every second I could with her, I spent every night with her, I laid next to her, taking care of her, just talking to her, holding her whenever. And the one night I decided to go home, she ended up passing away and I was like, fuck, I was like, fuck this, you know, like, I I, I can't do it. So I ended up um, reaching out to my dealer I was like, man, like, I need some shit right now. Like, my grandma just died. Like, I can't do this. And, like, I, the type of family that I have, like, I can't just walk up to my mom and be like, hey, like, I need to talk to you. She'll shut me down like this. She'll just shut me down. So I got really bad, once again, super bad, even worse than the first time. Um, I didn't give a fuck about nobody else. I, I crashed my car, all because I went to go pick up. And my dealer wasn't even answering the phone, but I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go wait outside his house. Like, I know he's gonna answer me. Um, but, like, I had other dealers, like, at that point, I had multiple, so I could always hit somebody up. Somebody had something for me. Um, I had, there was this guy who would just give them to me, literally. He would just be like, okay, give me a ride, and I'll, I'll front you one, or whatever. So I did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I got super bad, and the friend that I was with, we just kind of, like, we were best friends at that point because of the drugs. I don't talk, I don't even speak to her anymore, and I that's how I know it's for the drugs because every time i come over, okay, how much money do you have? Do you have gas in your car? Like, how much money can we spend on drugs so that you'll still have, we'll still be able to put, like, five bucks in your tank? And I'm like, i uh, Shit, I don't get paid till midnight. So we'd be up waiting all night. As soon as my check would hit, yep, we're in the car and we're going. And I was like, I was hanging out with my dealer, but she didn't know that, otherwise she'd get pissed. She was like one of those. Like she she wanted to be around all the time. Um But yeah, I was I was just fucking up. Um crashing cars. I lost so much trust from my family. My mom, she didn't even want me in the house anymore. She kicked me out. I had to live with my uh, mamaw, which was about an hour away. And I couldn't do drugs at her house because I was so far away. Otherwise, I would have. Um, I don't know. I just, at that point, I felt different from everybody else. Like, going to my mamma's. Oh, yeah. And another thing, I was... Whenever we go to my mamma's, we'd go in the backyard, play games, play football, anything. And when I started getting high, I went over there one time in my whole, like, addiction. And uh, I was just laying on the couch high the whole time. And she came. uh, She came and she sat next to me. She was like, Alexa, what's wrong with you? She was like, your eyes, why are they rolling in the back of your head? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm tired. Like, I don't know. And... I mean, she's not stupid. She's, she's an old lady. Like, I'm sure she knows how it all works. Um, but I don't know. I just thought I, I was, like, invisible. Like, I thought no one noticed ever. And I don't know. I never, the whole time of my addiction, I never wanted to be clean. I mean, I thought about it. Like, it was a nice thought. Like, the drugs were killing me, literally. And I just could never do it because I had all those temptations around me all the time. And, I mean, I would get shit thrown at me. Like, my siblings, they'd always talk about, oh, you're you're a drug addict. Like, you're the druggie. Like, we've never had one of those in our family besides our dad. And that's that's, like, another thing. Like, I always felt so different from everybody. And I felt like everyone just looked down on me. But, like, in reality, everybody wanted to help me. Like, they still cared about me. Nothing changed. And I just always felt like the outcast. And, like, after while doing drugs, my um, dad found out and he, he was asking me for drugs. Like he was telling me to come over and like do them with him. So I'd go over there, I wouldn't do drugs with him because that's just weird in my opinion to do drugs with my dad. But I mean, we smoke weed, that's, that's it. And like I would drink, smoke weed, do pills all at the same time. And I would be fucked up. And my siblings, I would take my siblings in the car with me, and I'd be like, hold on, we got to make a pit stop. Like, I don't feel good right now. And they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I just got to run and grab something for my friend. And they're like, okay, you can't take your person with you. And I'm like, That's okay, I got Apple Pay. Like, whatever, I don't care. But, like, they knew, and um, I, I can't, I'm trying to think. Like, my mind is going blank right now. Three minutes? OK. OK. So I'll just skip. Uh, so eventually, I had, I had this two-week mark where I was clean for two weeks. And, um, and so <laughs> I had a really bad night. And I was at my dad's house. So I stole my sister's car, stole her keys. She left them on the counter, stole her car, went and picked up. I picked up five perks. And I did two of them in the car. So I start driving. I hadn't used in two weeks, so I don't know where my tolerance was at. And all of a sudden, like, I just feel it. And I'm like, God damn, like, did I miss this? For real? Like, this is making me feel so good. And so I get to my house and no, no, no. Oh, my God. So I'm driving, and I hit a pole. I uh, hit the little cement thing in the middle, and I got pulled over. Twice, actually. Once I got a warning, then I got pulled over again, and the cops told me uh, I could not drive anymore, that they could tell that I was high, so I did, they told me they were like, call your dad. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not calling my dad, I'll call my cousin. So I called my cousin, and she, uh, came, and there was corn stuck in the front of the car, and the cop's like, have you, has that corn always been there? She's like, I think so. She's like, I don't know. She was trying so hard to get me out of a DUI, and thank God I didn't get one, but, um, she ended up dropping me off at my dad's house, and all I remember is walking in, dropping my purse. I took my shirt off for some reason. Maybe I was hot, and nothing. I just remember blank, and, uh, so, yeah, my dad found me. I ended up overdosing for the first time, ever, surprisingly, and I got Narcan twice. And my mom found out, and she said, "Yeah, we found somewhere I was, We found somewhere for you in California." And I'm like, "You think I'm going all the way to California? No, I, I don't even want to. Like, I, I, I'm fine. Like, I had a slip up. That's it." Um, but no, I ended up going because they talked me into it over the phone. And so far, like can I just give one more minute? And so far, um I don't know, my like my mindset has totally changed being out here. Like I don't know how you could not get sober in California. Like I got into a good a good rehab. You know, like I, I made relationships with the right people and I'm really like working on myself. Like everything's changed for me. And uh, I'm to the point where, like, I, when I first got here, I was like, fuck. Like, I'm going home, right, when I, I'm i done. Now I'm not going home. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I, I know myself too much, you know. And I don't know. I'm just, like, progressing really well. And I see growth in myself. Like, I don't know. And it's crazy. I have a sponsor. Didn't even know what that was a couple months ago. But, um, yeah, that's all I have. All right.